Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Ron here. Sorry about that technical glitch, uh, but we are here today. Uh, last week we had a, a major technical glitch and never made it on the radio. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, uh, still wrapping duct tape around our head because of crazy things said in medicine. Today we're going to talk a little bit about low-fat diet, but before we get there, I do want to tell you that we do have an attitude of gratitude because gratitude not only makes you happier, it makes you healthier. And ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never... Delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. So again, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. So it happened uh, since uh, we have... Uh, uh, kill us. We've aired it twice and have had just a great uh, feedback from Dr. Wong's uh, hour and 20 some minute podcast. So thank you ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to give a good shout out to a friend of mine. His wife is in the hospital with pneumonia and uh, we wish her the best. And a shout out to uh, another friend that I heard about today that's just doing great with some of the uh, treatments she's receiving. Uh, Trees. God bless you, and I'm going to keep doing well. And uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, I was away last week in, in Alaska, a great wilderness, and uh, some towns have no physicians, no physician's assistance. Cost you about a thousand dollars a mile to be flown to medical care if you need it. So we will see what uh, happens there. We'll talk more about that. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce Dr. Jerry Smith, a co-host for the last couple of years, uh, and uh, just been a pleasure working with him. He always comes in quite well prepared. Dr. Jerry, how are you? Happy as a pig knee deep in slop, and just one little caveat, just make sure that your insurance premiums are paid off before you go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Jerry, with that, uh, while I try and straighten out some technical things on my end, I'm going to let you just carry on for about five minutes. Uh, I had a glitch because uh, uh, I just got back three o'clock in the morning and it's been a little hectic. And uh, I do have a lot of things we want, I want to tell our, our, our audience. Uh, I just want to tell them not to live their disease. Don't live your label, ladies and gentlemen. Don't live your label. That's, that's one of my messages I want to bring. And as I've been saying the past few weeks, we've been used, abused, schooled, and fooled. And uh, we're here to, you know, give you the no fake medical news because uh, what we tell you is, is our opinion, of course, but it's, it's not from a profit motive. Not from a profit motive at all. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, Dr. Jerry, uh, just can you just introduce what we're going to talk about today, and uh, I'll be right back. Sure. Well, basically, just remember, if you don't take care of your body, where the heck are you going to live? Um, the author of that is unknown, unfortunately, but I think it's very astute uh, philosophy. 
basically, this whole lead, uh, low-fat diet is another scam in the uh, health industry. Um, it all started back in the 80s when people got the scare about eating too much fats. And it's true the fats have the most calories uh, per gram, but that's not the whole issue in, in the equation. Uh, they actually keep you fuller longer, and your body needs fats for repair. But that being said, basically, Snackwell and Nabisco, they start churning out these low-fat versions of their most popular snacks. And unfortunately, many of which uh, had just about the same calories and far more chemicals, and in most every case, more sugar than their conventional counterpart. And why do they need the sugar? Well, it's real simple, to make up for the lack of taste. See, when you take the fats out, it tastes horrible. So they load up with sugar, which unfortunately then converts to triglycerides and fat in the body. So the key is that, um, to make matters worse, the research showed that the low-fat nutrition label causes consumers, especially those who are overweight, to actually overeat because you don't get filled up. Um, and the bad news is it doesn't end there. The low-fat diets uh, may not even aid in weight loss. In one 18-month Harvard medical study, those following a low-fat diet actually gained weight, while those following a moderate-fat diet lost close to 10 pounds. So if you want to lose weight, you got to eat fat. That's a total myth. You know, it's the duct-take award for the month. Uh, when your doctor tells you to go on a low-fat diet, you better get your Nike sneakers on and run the other way because he doesn't know what he's talking about. So just compiled a little list for you of, of 10 worst fat-free foods. So if you're walking down the aisles in your market, uh, you, you don't want to gravitate to these poisons. Ken's fat-free sun-dried tomato vinaigrette dressing. Peter Pan reduced fat creamy peanut butter. Fleischmann's original margarine, you know, back in the 40s, the, the margarine came as, as, it was axle grease, and they gave you a yellow, yellow dye that you had to mix into it to give it the color. I mean, this stuff was pure poison. Uh, number four is Hellman's low-fat mayonnaise. Number five, reduced-fat Oreos. You know, people love Oreos, and they think because they're eating the reduced fat that they're actually helping their, their body. They're actually making them worse. Uh, Ruffles reduced-fat potato chips. Number seven, Oscar Mayer turkey bacon. Number eight, egg beaters, 100% egg whites. Uh, we had a friend that we used to go out to dinner with, and uh, you know he would order egg whites, and I kept pushing him. I said, you're missing the whole nutritional value of the egg yolk. The whites are just uh, not cutting the, uh, you know, the necessary nutrients to keep your body healthy. And number nine, skinny cow caramel cone low-fat ice cream. When it's low-fat ice cream, it's loaded with sugar, which, again, gets converted to fat. And number 10, coffee-made hazelnut uh, fat-free creamer. So these, when you start to see these fat-free foods, boy, just don't put them in your basket. Um, the other component is, well, how the heck we lose weight? So I'm going to give you seven most weight loss friendly foods on the planet uh, number one whole eggs you know if you got to be stuck uh, on an island you know if you had whole eggs you'll, you'll survive because it has pretty much all the nutrients uh, necessary to 
to heal your body and, and keep it going. So new studies show that neither adversely affect blood cholesterol nor cause heart attacks. You know, there's a lot of this disinformation that's been spread from that Framingham study where they're saying, oh, you can't eat eggs because of the cholesterol. The bottom line is your body needs cholesterol. 80% of it's produced in your liver. And it need, your brain is, I believe, 70% cholesterol. So if you're not getting the fats, how the heck are you going to repair these organs? And, and the nerves are coated with uh, myelin, which is a, a form of fat, to act as insulation. So it's, you know, uh, just disinformation, again, on the whole fat concept. Um, some of the best foods for weight loss, you know, again, are the eggs because they're high in protein, healthy fats, and they can make you feel full and have low amounts of calories. So you're getting all the nutrients that you need keeps your blood sugar up, and you're not craving these uh, cheap imitation foods, you know, like the snack foods. Second on the list for most weight loss-friendly foods are the leafy greens. We're talking like kale, spinach, collard greens, Swiss chard, bok choy, uh, and others. You could steam them three to four minutes. Incredible. Uh, delicious taste. You can put some olive oil on there, a little fresh garlic, salt, and pepper. And uh, you'd be surprised how great they taste and good for you. They have several properties that make them perfect for a weight loss diet, such as being low in calories and carbohydrates and loaded with fiber. So the fiber helps the healthy bacteria in your intestines grow properly, plus gives you bulk for your uh, waste matter. And so your transient time is cut down, so you don't have time to, uh, you know, break down the food and putrefy in your intestines and those poisons and get reabsorbed into your liver and so forth. So green leafies, unfortunately, a lot of people don't like them, but if you saute them or steam them in good olive oil or avocado oil or coconut oil, you know, add some flavor to it. The third uh, most weight loss friendly food is salmon. Uh, just be careful that it's not farm raised because unfortunately they're feeding the fish uh, genetically modified feed which uh, are then going to get into your system. But fatty fish like salmon is incredibly healthy and very satisfying. It's keeping you full for many hours because of the protein that has few calories. And salmon's loaded with high-quality protein, healthy fats, and other important nutrients. So that should be high on your list with, with foods. And number four is cruciferous vegetables. Basically, you're talking about broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage and Brussels sprouts. Uh, recently, you know, I bought a bunch of Brussels sprouts and I soak them in olive oil and I grill them uh, on my stove. And again, a little salt and pepper, a little garlic and incredible taste and they're really healthy. Um, these types of veggies generally contain decent amounts of protein and they also have an incredible uh, compound in it that helps to convert bad uh, estrogen to good estrogen. So when you're eating these vegetables, you're not getting more than fiber and protein and nutrients. You're getting healthy um, antioxidants and vitamins and minerals to repair your body. You know, you see all these research studies where they're, they're digging into the aberrant DNA molecule that went haywire that they're going to repair. And the bottom line is by eating healthy foods, your body's going to repair itself and get rid of the heavy metals and the pesticides and the other chemicals and so forth. Um, and that's what your body needs, not fancy drugs. This whole myth that uh, you need drugs to heal your body is uh, 
off the chart disinformation. Um, number five, lean beef and chicken breast. So again, studies show that unprocessed red meat does not raise the risk of heart disease or diabetes. According to two big review studies, red meat has only a very weak correlation with cancer in men and no correlation in women. So meat is a weight loss friendly food because it's high in protein, keeping your blood sugar up for long periods of time. Um, this kind of floored me a little bit when I did my research. Boiled potatoes, you always think, oh, they're carbohydrates, they're starch, but they c contain an incredibly diverse range of nutrients, a little bit of almost everything your body needs. They're particularly high in potassium, which unfortunately most people don't get, and the doctors say, oh, stay away from salt. Well, in most cases with blood pressure issues, it's a lack of potassium that's causing the elevated blood pressure. But the key here is that to make the potatoes more nutritionally valuable, you allow the potatoes to cool after they're boiled, and they form a high amounts of a resistant starch. It's a fiber-like substance that has been shown to have various health benefits, including weight loss. So make sure your potatoes cool down so you'll get the benefit of the weight loss component to them. Uh, the seventh one, and the last one I'm going to present to you, is avocados. They're loaded with healthy fats. They're particularly high in monosaturated oleic acid. It's the same type of fat that's found in olive oil. And the avocados also contain a lot of water and fiber, making them less energy dense. And they have vitamin A in there uh, and omega-3 fatty acids, which are, again, essential for health. So you, there's plenty of good choices out there. You just kind of have to write them down on your shopping list and don't go to the market hungry. Absolutely. So Dr. Ron, yeah, Dr. Ron. Yeah, absolutely any... right. Well, I, you know, the message that we want to get through today is that we've been hoodwinked about the low-fat diet. And ever since we've been following that diet, we have an epidemic of obesity and diabetes and cancer. And Dr. Smith is rightfully touched told you about steaks and and what i was going to tell you today is break out your steak knives i mean uh, and enjoy uh that cut of beef and and best if serve rare okay and don't do it with any guilt and don't worry about saturated fats don't be afraid of them they're actually as he said good for you now that, that's not just us telling us telling you that this is a report from the british medical journal this report details a half a century of lies on saturated fats, lies that led directly to today's deadly low-fat diet packed sugar and carbs and current epidemic of heart disease. They told us to do away with the fats, so what did we replace it with? The processed foods, sugar, and carbs. So since 1970, our fat intake has fallen 40%, okay? from 40% of the diet to just 30% of the diet. But do you think we've gotten healthier these past uh, years? I don't think so. I'll tell you what we have gotten. We've gotten fatter and sicker with rising rates of diabetes, obesity, and cancer. And that cholesterol that everybody's obsessed with, well, find a new obsession, ladies and gentlemen, because Again, British Medical Journal stated that 75% of all patients admitted to the hospital for heart attack symptoms have normal N-O-R-M-A-L cholesterol levels. And something else this heart attack patients share, 
You know what they share? Not a high cholesterol, but a high blood sugar. And many have metabolic syndrome, which is associated with diabetes. And these conditions are not caused by fats or cholesterol. They're caused by foods that have replaced fats and cholesterol in the in this low-fat diet. They're caused by carbs and sugars. So, you know, if you've listened to this program for the past five years, you've heard me say this over and over again, and you're, you've been a step ahead of the curve. Now, the Dr. Malhorta, who wrote this article in the BMJ, is a cardiologist. So he's looking at the heart angle, too, and it's a biggie. He says that blood sugar spikes caused by a high-carb diet can do more than lead to metabolic syndrome, diabetes, heart disease, and a heart attack. They can damage your brain tissue, right, leading to memory loss, dementia, and Alzheimer. And your brain, as Dr. Smith just told you, is awash in cholesterol. Carbs, especially sugars, can also fuel certain tumors, which is why ultra-low-carbohydrate diets can actually cure some cancers. So there's one answer here, folks, and that answer is give up the carbs, say no to sugar, and give your body all the healthy fats you never should have given up in the first place. Okay, really really a, a, a message that we want to get through today uh, to let you know that don't you should have no guilt about eating fats and sh- uh, fats, uh, good fats, though, you know, maybe organic, organic uh, raised beef, uh, Range-free chickens, range-free uh, eggs. Uh, try to get the ones without the pesticides, carbohydrates, uh, and, and uh, chemicals. My, I have two phones ringing, ladies and gentlemen, so it's a little bit distracting. The other thing I wanted to, to, to know is that there, were, there was a study that all this uh, emanated from. There was a study done by uh, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Keys, guys. Dr. Dr. Keys, yeah. And, and, it, and it was completely bogus because he cherry-picked the countries that would give him the results that he wanted. And a leading scientist, headline, leading scientist says mainstream's anti-fat message is all wrong. Okay? Dr. Keyes didn't study seven countries. He studied 22 but two-thirds of those countries didn't fit Dr. Keyes' theory about saturated fat. Now, how do you like that? He just picked out seven out of 22. The sad part about it is Dr. Eisenhower's physician bought into that, and this was the start of this low-fat craze that has made us fat and diabetic. And actually, Senator McGovern brought, brought, bought into it, too. And we'll get into that if we have more time. But... Uh, uh, you know, Dr. Jerry, I think his 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 advice was was good, and we should, uh, you know, follow the, the, the and eat some of this this uh, the foods that he recommended, and get rid of that skim milk and throw it down the drain. Okay, just just get rid of it, and we got to bring back the butter. Uh, saturated fats are no longer to be demonized; they do not clog your arteries. Uh, like like that we've been told for decades. Okay, the experts that have been all wrong on this. Okay, and we need to put more butter, whole milk, and cheese back into our diets. And I have more on that, uh, but I'm going to turn it back over to Dr. Jerry. Well, you know, some th- this whole cholesterol myth. In fact, the studies are showing that 
even though the cholesterol levels have become lower, the rates for the heart disease and deaths have not gone down. So, you know, they're hiding the information. Uh, it's despicable, and they make things lower. In other words, in order to sell cholesterol drugs like statins, which we'll get into in another show, uh, they had to lower the actual so-called normal levels. So below 200, and, and Harvard studies show that most people that are dying of massive heart attacks have low to normal cholesterol. So that whole thing's a scam, and it's all fear-based. Uh, the key in the equation is that your liver produces 80% of the cholesterol that the body needs. And foods like shrimp or eggs that supply cholesterol or your meats, you need those to supplement uh, the other organs of the body to produce hormones. I mean, your adrenal glands, for example, produce over 60 different hormones. Every one of them needs cholesterol to produce the actual hormones. So if you suppress your level of cholesterol, how in the world can your body make the hormones that it needs to function on a daily basis? So this is the trickery that uh, the medical establishment and the drug companies have foistered on the the population to to scare them into taking these statin drugs and other medications to you know lower their so-called blood studies and and uh, you know I'll bet my diploma uh, that the these blood studies are not informative as as you would think because they're just showing you ranges are out of line and but it's not telling you an underlying cause of the problem and that's the right. scary I part and, and and you know what? And you're absolutely right. It, it doesn't show you optimal ranges. It just shows you ranges that are present in people that have problems, disease, not optimal yeah. ranges for health. Yeah. Well, you know, a, a perfect example, you remember we had uh, uh, Mark Blatstein on about diabetes way back when, in the beginning, maybe a year ago. Anyway, he, he brought his grandson to me, eight months old. And I think I mentioned in the previous show, this child was had seizures, and he was at CHOPS, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. You're not talking about a second-rate institution. They ran every blood test probably imaginable, and they couldn't figure out why this child is seizuring. So they put him on steroids. Well, that's what they do. That's standard of care. Using energetic medicine, he had adjuvants from the vaccines trapped in his brain. So all the blood tests in the world didn't delineate what the underlying cause was for his seizures, but they just want to treat the symptom. And the kid was like wired, like John Belushi used to be when he was on drugs. I mean, <laughs> the, the kid was bouncing off the walls and irritable, and it was just disruptive to the whole family, and it was really a shame. And within six weeks of putting a child on basic food-based nutrients, to pull the aluminum out of his brain, the thimerosal, which is ethyl mercury, out of his brain. Uh, he had a meningococcal infection in his brain. In six weeks, he was totally seizure-free. So blood tests, you know, have a value at some point, but it's not telling you what the heck's causing the problem. So that's my two cents, Dr. Ron. Anyway, um the other interesting fact, again, is who's controlling the information. And Big Pharma basically is, is um, you know, controlling the information that's being disseminated to the public. Uh, and you have to, again, Dr. Ron always says, follow the money. Well, by the year 2020, 
it's estimated that the sales of statin drugs is going to reach $1 trillion. It is the biggest business uh, amongst the pharmaceutical industry, the biggest leader and seller around the world. And it's just despicable. Um, The information of the adverse side effects is literally kept under wraps by the cholesterol treatment trial list. they won't allow this information out to the public, <clears throat> but slowly and surely, you know, people are waking up to the the adverse side effects that these uh, medications are uh, heaping on the population. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. That's Thanks, okay. Jerry. I'm, I'm in and out here. Uh, uh, look, uh, we. I didn't hear everything you said, but I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll listen to it. But I went to. I want to just let our listeners know that cholesterol is this confusion about cholesterol. I don't know if that's what you're talking about, but cholesterol, ladies and gentlemen, is technically not a fat. You know that it's classified as a sterol, which is a combination of steroid and alcohol. And guess what? Do you think cholesterol and uh, do you think fat and water mix? I don't think so. So in order for cholesterol to get around your body, it has to be carried by lipoproteins. And then they have certain density. So this is not such a simple issue of just going and get your cholesterol checked. You're, you don't have cholesterol floating around in your body because oil and water do, do, doesn't mix. And cholesterol is a fat and your, body, your blood's mostly water. So uh, it, it can get confusing. But when we talk about statin drugs in, in, in our next program, which will be a couple of weeks from now, we'll try, we will try and straighten that out for you. It's, it, it's, it's, it should not be confusing, but the cardiologists and the internists, uh, in order to, to push these statin drugs, make this a really complicated issue. And when you, when you know that most people don't have high cholesterol, that have heart attacks, when you see all the neurodegenerative diseases that are creeping up and becoming the number one killer bypassing heart disease, you'll get a, maybe a better understanding of why you should have a better Mediterranean type diet that includes saturated fats and anything. Remember we think we thought we got rid of all those trans fats. Yeah. Yeah. Yippee. Yippee. Well, and if it's 5% or under the food, people don't have to put it on the label. So if you you're eating all that you're eating this processed food, you're probably getting trans fatty acids and you don't even know it. And they are horrible for your health. Okay? We know it's a, an interesting point that you bring up because no matter whether it's a trans fat, whether it's a chemical preservative that they're putting in these low fat foods, uh whether it's a heavy metal contaminant that's uh impregnating uh, the fish that we're eating, uh, the bottom line is, as Dr. Wong was saying, it all creates inflammation, and the inflammation creates fibrosis, and it's the fibrosis that's the basis of all the degenerative diseases. You know, you got to get down to simplicity. You know, looking for this aberrant DNA gene or other chemical that you know uh, is disrupted is not the answer. The answer is eating, going back to the basics, real food, because that's what's going to heal the DNA, heal the body, heal the membranes, allow the body parts to repair. You know, just like I was explaining to one of my patients today. In fact, it was uh, Teresa, uh, 
Heinz, who actually was referred by Dr. Ron to me. And this here's a woman's losing a, a pound a, a week because putting her on real nutrients, food-based. But I explained to her, because she asked me if I can fix hiatal hernia, and I said, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. But I explained to her, when I had bilateral hernia, um, I said to the surgeon, which is the worst one? And he said, the left one. I said, that's the one you're doing. With nutrients and eating good quality food over a seven-year period, the right side healed up. So the body has an incredible ability to repair itself if you supply it with real food, real nutrients, real minerals, not this artificial fractionated synthetic garbage that is being sold at, at cheap prices. Uh, that's not where the answer is, people. And you remember what we were told by Dr. Jaffe. Uh, lifetime health is 8% genetic. So what are the, what's the other 92%? It's based on lifestyle habits, right? The sum of what you eat, drink, think, and do. So don't don't think that well you know, there's a history of heart disease and I can't do anything. That's only influenced you eight percent of the time, and that's why there's not such a a great need for these statin drugs that we'll talk about. They they are uh, are not needed on the on the uh, scale that they're being used uh, because, as Dr. Jerry just told you, the basis of most diseases, including heart disease, is inflammation. Inflammation is there, it, it, and, and the cholesterol comes by and says, "Wow, we can't, we can't let this sore be here. Let's start healing it." And they just come to do their job. But if you didn't have the inflammation in the first place, uh, you wouldn't have that cholesterol laid down in your arteries. I, really I think important. this whole cholesterol issue is, is a distractor. It's just kind of like uh, the gladiator fights. Football, baseball, soccer, they're just distractors in society, keeping your mind off of the, the real truth of what the heck's coming down. Um, when they, you know, get on these rampages that uh, don't eat fat and don't eat, uh, you know, red meats and uh, be careful, uh, you know, your lifestyle changes. Gotta get that. This morning I went out there did a 10 and a half mile bike ride before I went to work. I mean, I felt like a million dollars. Use it or lose it. If you don't use the muscles, you don't use your digestion, then it's all going to fall apart on you. It's that simple, people. It's, uh, you know, don't act your age. That's my my latest uh, mantra. Yeah. Don't act your age and don't live your label. Just because a doctor gave you a label, don't 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 live that way. Okay. Uh, lifestyle changes. Don't buy changes. into the lie, man. Don't buy into exactly the lie. Exactly right. Don't buy into it uh, because. That's a whole new subject in itself, one that I wanted to to get to at some point. Is is what are what are diseases? What are diseases? Anybody have a good answer to that out there? Uh, you know, it's not an abs- absence of uh, of health. That's for sure. Yeah, and and it's just a bunch of guys sitting in a room putting together uh, symptoms, and they come up with a disease, and 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 you know what? Then they come up with a drug to treat that disease. Well, you it's, know, it's, it's interesting, Doctor Ron. The the AMA owns the pat, the copyrights on all of the disease names. Yeah, the they own that that uh, that, that code, the, uh, the, book the, the CPT that goes code. The codes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. They own that exactly. So they come up with some uh, uh, symptoms, and it, oh, the only reason they come up with it is so they can approve a drug for it. it, it it's not rocket science there either. 
And then well, you, know you what, remember, we, yeah, real quickly that the, the poor guy that the doctor over in Australia and he discovered Heliobacter pylori causing ulcers, oh. and they wanted to throw him in jail and take his license away. But then when he yeah. was advocating use of antibiotics to, to treat the problem, they loved him. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, you know what? I maybe we should uh, just comment on on a recent headline that about colon cancer being helped by diet sodas. Oh, did, my did God. Anybody, did, did we, anybody read that in the headlines? Well, it's been in that all the headlines. Been, in the National Enquirer? <laughs> no, it, it made some. Uh, it made some. Uh, Wall Street Journal, U.S. News and World Report, headlined that drinking one diet soda a day could, uh, won't, pre- won't cure, but could prevent colon cancer. And I, it's, is that is that insane or what? And you well, know where that came from? Yale where? Cancer Center. Yale Cancer well, they, Center. They probably got a nice big grant for some research. <laughs> that yeah, was one was of the, Dr. the stipulations. Dr. <laughs> yeah, this is Doctor Fuchs, and let, let me just, just 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 let me read what I what I got, gathered from this study. The research consisted of a thousand patients filling out a nutrition questionnaire that asked them to tick off. What they ate or drank, and they had over 130 choices over the preceding three months. Ladies and gentlemen, can you remember what you had for lunch yesterday? And you're going to be checking off 130 different choices per meal for three months. So they tallied these results, and the conclusion was that drinking one or more full-size diet drinks a day lowered your risk of cancer, of colon cancer returning. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, you've been listening to us. You you know that how we feel about these, and experts from around the world, actually around the globe, are sound, sounding the alarm of of uh, artificial sweeteners like a Spartame, the side effects of cancer, brain tumors, blindness, heart attacks, strokes, seizures. Like MSG, Spartame is also a compound that's called an excitotoxin. That means it can literally excite your brain cells to death. Right, yeah, burns them out. The neurons, yeah, yeah. Where's the explosion for the duct tape award? Well, we're going to do that at the end. Now, okay. what a colon cancer patient needs, right? Don't don't you believe that? He needs a diet soda, the sucralose that's linked to leukemia. How about that? Did they forget about that? And actually, there's not one synthetic sugar substitute. We talked about this uh, last month, or saccharin that's ever been found safe. But all of those published peer-reviewed studies, Dr. Fuchs has this to say. Here's what he says. Although these fake sweeteners have a checkered reputation, quote-unquote, with those purported health risks have never really been documented. Well, seriously, Dr. Fuchs, really seriously? Are, are, could you be in a shock? Well, I had, there's one prominent gastroenterologist at Lenox Hill Hospital in New York City said she wouldn't pay much attention to this study because it had so many design flaws. Most people cannot remember, she said, what they ate yesterday, let alone three months ago. Other specialists, thank goodness, are coming out against this crazy study. But, you know, how many how many people are going to see that drinking a Coke a day or Diet Cola a day or Diet Pepsi a day or whatever is, is going to help their cancer and, and do it without uh, having any critical thinking done about the program, okay? So like Dr. Jerry said, you know, we eat five or six uh, servings of fruit and vegetables a day, exercise, uh, 
you know, 150 minutes a week or so. I mean, they're, they're the good habits that, that, that'll prevent. And, and, uh, if you have cancer, but God bless us. If we get diet soda a day, where did this ever come from? That's a Joseph Goebbels uh, school of the uh, marketing. Tell a big enough lie long enough and people will believe it. That's for you, Dr. Fuchs. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, ladies and gentlemen, there, there, there is so much scientific. I, I have in front of me, although I said I was a little late getting in from Alaska, but I have in front of me stacks and reams of, of articles about this low-fat diet and how it has led to what we've talked about, obesity, diabetes, heart disease, cancer. Uh, so I guess what you want to take away from today is uh, eat a, a, a whole food diet, okay, and exercise. Lifestyle changes will do more for you than avoiding this low-fat junk. And the food, and that, that would be a whole new uh, program in itself about the way they uh, – have milk brought to our shelves, you know, where they homogenize it, they pasteurize it. It has no relation whatsoever uh, to anything that came out of the cow. Believe me, raw raw milk uh, is is the way to go. But the government has made sure that we can't get it. So, well, in Pennsylvania, we can still get it. Can you? Because of the okay. Amish, I think. But you know, what's interesting, you know, when you start restricting your fat intake. You're opening yourselves up for depression, increased cancer risk, uh, imbalances in nutrients, and it keeps your low your blood sugar wacky. So you start overeating when you get the the downfalls after all that um, insulin is pumped out into the system. You know, poor vitamin absorption. So you know, vitamins or fat soluble vitamins, the DEKA vitamins, need fat to get absorbed through the mucous membranes into your body. And eating this, you know, garbage, chemicalized, uh, you know, fluff food, it, it's just, it's like putting a gun to your head, basically. Yeah, it really is. And, 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 and just to reiterate what Dr. Jerry said in the beginning, the negative effects of lowering your cholesterol, of all of them, don't we all worry about cognitive issues, okay? Because 5% but, of your body weight is your brain, but it's over 25% of your body's cholesterol, so do you think robbing your brain of cholesterol is, is is a problem? Well, study after study has shown that, you know, these, these statin drugs that lower your cholesterol cause Parkinson's disease and dementia. So if you if you don't take anything else away, just remember that. It's a, a, cholesterol is essential, and when you don't have a, the right type of fat in your diet, you're not going to have your, your neurons function properly. Okay, along with all well, the other things that we talked about, the, the steroid hormones, the vitamin D. Uh, uh, okay, I'm done. That's a, yeah. Just look at some of the signs and the symptoms uh, of your essential fatty acid deficiency: dry skin, you know, especially the feet and the face; uh, scaly or flaky skin, especially on the legs or hands; uh, cracking and peeling of your fingertips uh, or your heels on your feet; uh, lackluster skin. Small bumps on the back of your upper arms, patchy dullness, and the color variations of your skin, and mixed oily and dry skin. I mean, when you're not getting the fats, the skin can't, you know, be healthy because it's not. It's the cell membranes get uh, disrupted, and the nutrients can't get in, and the waste products can't get out, and uh, this is deterioration. 
Yeah, and but I still go back, Doctor Jerry. You know, you you can live with dry skin, but you, it's really hard to live with dementia. Uh, it, it's just a horrible d- disease, and maybe preventable. And 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 that's what we that's what we want to do. We want to prevent getting there, and you need cholesterol to prevent that. Okay, you well, need absolutely, a, and it's just a a well-rounded way of life with you know exercise. We always push into there. Uh, attitude of gratitude. I mean, I wake up in the morning and I, you know, I, I thank the Lord. Uh, I'm alive. My feet hit the ground. It's a wonderful day. It's a, that's why they call it the present. It's a gift. Yeah, and happiness is a lifestyle, right? You that's have right. to work you make at it. it. It's a, it's part well, of your lifestyle, exactly. Well, what's interesting too, uh, one of my patients uh, shared with me, that she has these angels that protect her, and you know, it may sound silly to some people. But it's whatever you project out there, you know, we're like a broadcast system for radio, TV, whatever. And whatever you want in life, if you want happiness or you want misery, you want to be a a victim all the time, you keep putting those negative vibes out there. That's exactly what you're going to get back. I always use it positively when I drive down to Pasciunca Avenue to go to Trey Scalini to get a good Italian meal. I visualize a parking space down there waiting for me. And in the high 90% bracket, when I get down there, I get a parking space. And that's a that's a bummer of a place to find. You know that, Dr. <laughs> I've been there many times. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, and Dr. Jerry brings up a point that we haven't talked uh, about very often, but he and I have talked about it, and, and we, we want to do a program about, you know, that we are uh, vibrational. You know, we are, our our bodies are made up of light energy frequencies, and if you ha- because you are, you can. Because I am, I can. You, you need to, to have faith in yourself. But negative thoughts have low vibrations. And when you have low vibrations, that's like low vibrations of processed food and negative emotions. What happens? Believe it or not, these low esteem and low values cause inflammation, proliferation, mutation, fibrosis, fibrositis, and scar tissue. All the things that we talked about that are the, probably the basis for most chronic diseases. And now, and it's coming from your thoughts. Okay. So uh, I think that, you know, that, that that's another message to take home an attitude of gratitude and think, try and have a more positive attitude every day. It's not easy. It is a lifestyle though. It's something you have to work at. Uh, we'll have to share a nice little story with you about the frequencies. Uh, my girlfriend's, good friend where she lives uh, rescued a cat from one of the shelters. The poor thing was in a cage for six months and nobody really wanted the cat so she literally adopted it. Anyway, the last few weeks it got really ill it it stopped urinating and you know, that sign of kidney problems. So anyway, she couldn't afford to go to, you know, Penn Veterinary. I mean, they charge like $500 to walk in the door to do a, a, an x-ray or whatever. So anyway, so she sent me a little piece of the cat's hair. I ran the cyber scan on the cat. And, you know, cats don't have an agenda. There's no placebo effect. The cat I picked up had uh, cancer of the, of the kidneys. And and it spread to some of the other organs. Anyway, I started sending the, the cat signals because you can broadcast this. You know, Dr. Ron, I got him hooked onto this sort of broadcasting type <laughs> approach you, you, to electromedicine. And well, let me tell you, in 24 hours, um, my girlfriend's friend said that the cat is starting to do better. 
it, his appetite came back. It's it's just not, you know, walking around in pain. Just in 24 hours of, of broadcasting a frequency into an animal at a distance, or it could be anybody. But it's all about frequency. Homeopathics, <clears throat> you know, they keep trying to do away with it because it's inexpensive and it works. <clears throat> the homeopathic remedy re um, calibrates the frequency at which a cell is vibrating, and it puts it back to health. So whether you're telling yourself positive affirmations on a daily basis, whether you're, you know, rowing on the Schuylkill or jogging on the East River Drive or riding your bike up in Huntington Valley, whatever, those endorphins that are released that make you happy change the frequency of the cells. Right. And uh, and influences your whole body. And an interesting fact, Doctor Jerry, is that lies are taken in a hundred times faster than truths. People will believe a lie a hundred times faster than the truth. And people that have changed their attitude on life have got rid of scar tissue because, as uh, one physician said, the tissue is the issue. Okay, or issue is your tissue. Either way. Okay, so. Uh, if you have an attitude of gratitude, you were created by God, and you're going and act like it. Okay. That's well, really Dr. Wong, I think even shared. I was listening to one of his interviews last night, and he had some, you know, different uh, adhesions from surgeries and injuries through the years. And a friend taught him through positive uh, attitude and changing things, uh, the frequencies that these areas uh, resolved. Yeah. And, and as Dr. Jerry says, I've become a, a, a proponent of uh, radionics and, and scalar energy. And I, I, I now own a couple of generators and I, uh, I've been using them now for a couple of months. I'm not ready to, to talk a lot about it because I really don't understand how it all works. But I know that a friend of mine had uh, problems with uh, his gums. He had a, uh, inflammation and bleeding I took some of his DNA. I broadcast the frequencies of Dr. Reif to him, and within a week, his, his dentist said, "I what would you do? Because I want to. I want to do it to my patients. How it worked, I don't know, but it worked. So Dr. Jerry's been using uh, cyber scans and and function and, and electrical medicine for a long time, and. Uh, uh, if we could get his his uh, teacher, Dr. Klinghoffer, uh, and him on a program, I think we'd all learn a lot. Well, it's interesting how contaminants in our environment, the heavy metals, the pesticides, I mean, glyphosate is so ubiquitous in our environment anymore. I, I just had a little girl in from uh, Harrisburg area and the other day, and she said she was complaining to her mother. Every time she eats, she gets a stomach ache. And... Um, so when I tested her out energetically, she had glyphosate in her small intestine, and that causes leaky gut inflammation, uh, swelling, disruption of digestion. So it's interesting, well, you know, when she comes back in about six weeks or so, we'll find out uh, how, how it got resolved. But using homeopathic remedies, you can literally pull the glyphosate or Roundup, these pesticides, out of the body to normalize the function of your intestines. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, homeopathy is under attack. Prescription drugs, just about any, any anybody can get whatever they want. And in fact, uh, some some drugs now are going to be, you know, since their patents are expiring, they, the big pharmaceutical companies uh, want to bring them out over the counter. 
So you can go get whatever you want. Once the drill comes out over the counter, you know what disappears? The package insert. How about that? So now you can get your toasters and toys uh, along with your, uh, your drugs. No prescription needed. So, uh, Jerry, let's see. We have some uh, callers. Let's just open up the line today. Okay. Uh, caller number 5686. Any questions? No, not today, but I'm really seriously thinking about a lot of what you've said today. It's really hitting home. Great. I appreciate that. Thank you. And well, the answers are out there, you know. You just have to get back to, back to basics, you know. Uh, all the sophisticated drugs and therapies, you know, they're not getting to the root cause of the problem. The, and then food, you know, was it uh, was it um, Edison said, "Thy food shall be the medicine; the medicine shall be thy food." <clears throat> Eating that, that was uh, Hippocrates, actually. Hippocrates. I'm sorry, I yeah. gave the wrong uh, credit. But a uh-huh. good Jersey tomato with leucopenes and and uh, olive oil and some garlic. And salt and pepper, I mean, that'll kill a lot of bugs, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. And again, uh, as pesticide-free as possible, ladies and gentlemen. And and, and uh, try try and get as close to you, that grown as close to you. A lot of these these, these, uh, vegetables, they say they're fresh, but they come from Chile or halfway around the world. And uh, they're sprayed with glyphosate so they don't dehydrate. So if you could buy locally grown fruits and vegetables, you, you'd be a lot healthier. And I remember when I lived up in uh, Pennsylvania, those Jersey tomatoes, boy, they were fantastic. I, I and when Jerry starts saying about salt, and pepper, and uh, <laughs> incredible, making me hungry. I'm yeah, little mozzarella cheese, little mozzarella oh. cheese, and the uh, the olive oil, chopped up onions. Oh. It's yeah. wonderful. Sun-dried tomatoes. <laughs> Incredible. Did you say something, 5686? Uh, yes, I'm going to head over and get some tomatoes this weekend. Over to Jersey. <laughs> Just make sure you get some some olive oil that's in dark amber or green bottles, not not the clear plastic garbage. Uh, you want dark to prevent the uh, ultraviolet light from uh, deteriorating the the, uh, the quality of the oil. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, I will definitely do that. Yeah, it's too simple. You know, just dark glass. You want glass. Whenever possible, if you can find it in glass, it's a lot healthier. And you know what? We should. Yeah, and you know, we should mention it. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, the phytoestrogens in the plastic, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the BPAs and all. That's the man, the man boobs and all that stuff. It, it's horrible. Yeah, we were talking about that last night. Let me just uh, mention Valsartan. Some people know might, that might be on a high blood pressure pill. And that, this Valsartan, uh, they're combining it with uh, hydrochlorothiazide, HTCZ. If you're on this drug, ladies and gentlemen, if you're on a blood pressure pill and has Valsartan, we now know that the Valsartan part of this drug is made in China and it is contaminated and could kill you. So, again, uh, as my grandson said, he thinks that uh, weekends are made in, 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 uh, in China also because they're, 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 they shortchange us. They're not long enough. Uh, but this <laughs> fell sergeant is, is pretty pretty dangerous. Uh, I'm sorry, Doug, Jerry, I sort of missed the point you were making there. 
Well, the point is, if you can't pronounce the word, man, don't eat it. Don't put it in your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And, and so much of what we're talking about is preventable. That, that's the sad part. Even this uh, epidemic of chronic kidney disease that we have going on now, we have an epidemic of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Uh, and, and you know, this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the, the number one cause of uh, liver transplants is non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And there is no doubt when you look at the literature that fructose, and you find it in Heinz ketchup, you find it in everything called non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, NAH for short. It's, 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 it's an epidemic, okay? And it all is caused by fructose. It's, it's so simple. It's, 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 it's not rocket science. So uh, read your labels. Fructose you should be able to see, you know, if it's in, watch out for it in health drinks and snack bars, okay? And this a God Schmucker's syrup. chocolate, you know, little jar of a Schmucker's chocolate has high fructose corn syrup. It's right on the label. I think it's yeah. the second I was, ingredient. I was, I was at, a, at Costco's and they were, they were saying, well, try this agave, A-G-A-V-E syrup. Yeah. It's 90%, 97% fructose. Yeah, that's what makes it sweet. <laughs> Jeez. You want, you want to keep your liver, stay away from that. Well, you combine that with the the NSA drugs, you know, I was out with a good friend of mine from Maine a couple of weeks ago. He came down, and uh, here's a guy, Ph.D. in psychology, brilliant guy, toward the Tufts, yeah. um, and he's taking, you know, ibuprofen uh, because he has hip pain and arthritis. I said, Steve, it's going to kill you. It's going to ruin your kidneys, ruin your liver. Other than that, it's a wonderful drug. Other than that, it works. Yeah. <laughs> well, there are some drugs, uh, some golf courses that have, uh, you know, they have a, a jar full of ibuprofen. You know, take it before you go golfing. So you're golfing in the warm weather. You get dehydrated. This stuff goes in your kidney. Cannot be good, ladies and gentlemen. And and people that get a hangover and take Tylenol, guaranteed to get liver disease. Guaranteed. I mean, it, it, you 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 can, you can book on it. You know, what I got to do is take MSM, methyl sulfonyl methane. That'll take care of a hangover. It's organic sulfur. Cleans out yeah. the liver real quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and it, again, there there are things you can do. Okay, you don't have to reach for a drug. And this, this liver disease and kidney disease is just incredible. What's happening, and a lot of it can be uh, prevented. I mean, this high fructose corn syrup. You know, I I've talked about it over the years. Over, I just talk so much about it, but nobody takes taking me serious because they're not reading the labels. And I see how much ketchup people use in restaurants. It's you know, second or third ingredient is fructose. You know, it's a, it's cheap. It's genetically modified. It, it, uh, on top of that, so you know, one one person said uh, it's as toxic to the liver as kryptonite is to Superman. So think about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, why you know they 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 kill if you want to get rid of the rats. That's how they do it in the lab. Uh, they give them fatty liver disease from fructose. Uh, so, well, these common sense things we hope you all listen to. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, next week we either will not be on or we will run a program that uh, when we had Dr. Russell Jaffe on, Dr. Russell Jaffe. Uh, has uh, some blood tests uh, that he says and he's, his studies show can pre- have a prediction on how long you live. 
Uh, his motto is he's going to live to be 120 and dance at, at his at his party. Uh, so uh, there are seven blood tests when you go for your annual physical. If you still do that, you might want to ask your physician not to just this physician to get with their whatever random st- test they want to get. Uh, because the, as we, we've talked about, the optimal values are not always given to you. They only give you the sick person's values. Uh, you might want to listen to Dr. Jaffe, make a note of those uh, blood, blood tests, uh, including the uh, hemoglobin A1A and the uh, high-sensitivity C-reactive protein, along with others. And, uh, and then we'll be back uh, on the uh, around the 21st, and we'll do a, a program on statin drugs. And trying to explain to you a little bit about cholesterol and what happens when you get a cholesterol blood test and what all those particles mean, the LDL, the HDL, the apoprotein, and so forth. So you have an understanding and maybe just boil it down to you and what you have to know about the ratio of one to another uh, and uh, give you some statistics uh, because every study I have read on statin drugs and cholesterol has used relative values rather than absolute values when they calculate if a drug works or not. So uh, we'll talk about that. Maybe talk about some of these new cholesterol drugs that, that cost fourteen, sixteen thousand $16,000 a year and have to be injected. I mean, they're beautiful drugs for uh, dementia. I mean, it was guaranteed to give you dementia. So, uh, and, and it cost a fortune to bankrupting us uh, in that respect. And uh, any, any closing words, Dr. Jerry? Yeah, basically from... Everything that we've been speaking about, your greatest wealth is your health. You know, I don't care how much money you got in the bank. If you don't have your health, it's, it's worthless. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 do, ladies and gentlemen, have a, uh, an attitude of gratitude. And always remember that the Ark was built by amateurs. The Titanic was built by professionals. So uh, take that to the bank. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Thank you so much. Take uh, care. Dr. Dan, Dr. Dan's wife is in the hospital, so I want to wish her a speedy recovery. And uh, we'll catch everyone in a couple of weeks. Stay well. Listen to Dr. Jaffe. Thank you for listening. And uh, we're gone. See ya. Bye-bye. Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, here on Block Talk Radio. This was actually our 269th podcast, so we're very proud of that. We can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, wherever you find your podcast, we're there. Today was a show about low-fat diets. Uh, We're going to come back with our next show on statin drugs. And 22 reasons why you should not be a vegetarian. So with that, have a great rest of the night. See you next time. Ciao.